Welcome to today's podcast. This is Nicole DeVincentis, a.k.a. Figure Chick 911. And we're here with some of the early beginnings of our podcast here. And our goal is really to inspire, encourage, and empower you with not just the knowledge, but with that fire to get you to take some action and go next level and go after your goals and live the life of your dreams. You can totally do it. But it's going to take effort and it's going to take work and it's going to take consistency on your part. So nothing works if you don't. So let's sit up straight a little bit here. Let's get ourselves into peak state and uh, get ready to rock this stuff out. So wherever you are right now, this is what I'm going to ask for you from you. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to ask that you sit yourself up nice and tall. Okay. If you're driving, please be careful. But with this, what I want you to do is I want you to sit yourself up nice and tall, shoulder blades down and back, pull your abdominals in. I'm going to be bringing in some of the learn while you burn podcast info over here on to anchor while I figure out, you know, where I want to be in this cyberspace here and let's get ourselves ready to learn. So as you're in that position, take a nice deep breath in, like a nice forceful, like in through your nose, hold it for a second and exhale out. Again, that was awesome. Inhale and exhale. One more time. Nice big breath. Inhale and exhale feels better, right? Got the blood flowing, you know, got some great oxygen circulating around. Now we're ready to learn. Okay. So we're going to keep on building on this whole, your words create your reality thing, because there's a key, there's a key bit of information that I believe we touched on in the first episode. But what I want to do is I want to dig in just a little bit deeper and give you those details. So you understand how you can actually apply this and get results. Okay. Now, again, nothing works if you don't. So as I release the secret, you know, quote unquote secret to you, I expect that you're going to actually do it and then also do the other actions, which you have to do in order to get what you want. Okay. Cause let's face it, your goal, your dream is not going to just drop out of the sky. You have to actually become the person who's capable, not just of acquiring or achieving the goal, you have to be the person who's also going to be able to maintain it and take that goal to the next level. Okay. So it, it really is about continual improvement, you know, that goes hand in hand with work. Okay. So let's, let's draw back here. Let's go all the way back to the very, very beginning. Let's say, uh, you have a goal and I imagine that you do. Have you ever set a goal that was so big that, it wasn't just that it was going to take you a long time to get there, but where you start, where you're starting out, either the person you have to become to achieve that goal or imagining yourself in that goal, having achieved that goal or in that environment, how, whatever that looks like for you, it was almost so foreign, like you couldn't even visualize it. Have you ever had a goal like that before? I mean, have you ever either been, you know, perhaps maybe like so beaten down and so crushed, like you're just like, man, I don't, I just, I can't even picture that right now. Not because you're busy, but because it's like, there's like this mental block. 
I've totally been like that for the longest time. A little bit about me. I, I'm a registered nurse, and um, it's funny how life goes, uh, and you know how your your day-to-day decisions impact your 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 long-term haul. Well, I always said that I never wanted to be a career woman. I really always wanted to have my own family, and I actually never even wanted to be a nurse. Um, I was actually on a pre-med track and just one day, it was probably just like divine intervention, I decided to be a nurse because I figured that if I were to select medicine, I'd probably pick like like a specialty that wouldn't necessarily preclude me from having a family, but it would be something so ridiculously specialized that my whole life would be consumed by that thing. And I would never, you know, get out of that hole in order to, you know, be able to have a family. So I became a nurse and what happened was, I I mean, I had a kick-ass time and I really, I love the human body and don't take this the wrong way. I like taking the sick or injured human body, the sicker the better, and I like making it better. I really am fascinated by all of those things. I'm confident I touched probably a lot more lives than I will ever even know, and I truly believe that every ounce of service that I gave to those people into the industry, it was an honor because really you're always in people's lives like at the worst usually the worst freaking possible moment like and I I truly believe that that's an honor but sometimes you like you get to the end of the road and you know I mean how much ass can you actually wipe (laughs) right like come on so you have to do you know something new but I'm gonna tell you like along that time there was a lot of uh, kind of insanity which was happening. Obviously, I was attending a lot of education classes for knowledge acquisition, you know, as it pertains to like medical knowledge, healthcare knowledge, you know, clinical nursing knowledge. But also with that, when you develop more or acquire more knowledge, you usually also acquire more responsibility because you also advance uh, in a particular workplace. And so my goal as a flight nurse or as a nurse was to become a flight nurse which has a tremendous amount of responsibility, both in terms of like safety operations around a helicopter, um, but you, we did not fly with a doctor, so it was nurse paramedic configuration, and you know, you two are the decision makers, and you're expected to improve whatever patient you find there, no matter what's wrong with them or how many things are wrong with them and you get yourself into these high, you know, levels of operation, well, as you're being groomed along that pathway, not everybody who you start with in your life is growing with you. And so I found myself growing at exponential rates, but I was feeling like I had less and less in common with people around me. You know, certainly uh, with a lot of people in my family, they don't, you know, the love is always there, but that kind of like connection isn't necessarily there because I'm so dynamic in my thinking. It's hard for me to, to come back sometimes. I don't know how else to explain it. Or when I was dating, like it, just that difference in work ethic and drive and productivity levels was so different between me and the men around whom I was exposed to that it got to be so bad. The relationships were actually so incredibly broken and bad that I took myself completely off the dating scene, had a lot of groundwork to do with my family, 
because um, they were growing in their own ways too. So we had, you know, a lot of like, you know, triage work to go through. But when it came to men and having a relationship, the experiences that I had, like in the dating world, like they were getting so, they were abusive. Like by the time I was finished, there was two very abusive relationships. And I couldn't even imagine myself being with a guy in like a healthy situation. Like I had a hard time if a guy was even nice to me. I, I burst into tears because I was like so overwhelmed. And I know that may seem odd if you've never been in that situation, but what I'm saying is that for me, even though I was having a lot of quote unquote successes out on the career front, you know, that interpersonal life was so broken and so beaten down that I couldn't even imagine having a guy, you know, come and pick me up for a date or show up for a date or call me back for a second. Like I couldn't even imagine it. And if you're there, like you're there with some type of goal where it just seems like I can't even make that mental leap from here to there. I'm here to encourage you that it's not permanent. Okay. I'm not going to be here and, you know, throw a bunch of like Sally Sunshine shit down your throat because that's not how change and transformation actually happens. I do believe that there's a process that each and every one of us has to go through in order to heal how we have to heal um, with the intention of coming out the other end as a much more, I think, uh, congruent or or stru- not structured a woman of strength is really what it is um, or you know a man uh, like you know a kingdom man a strong man on that other end and so here's what I'm going to tell you when it comes to how your words you know uh, create your reality this is the little linchpin here there's a key that you can use um, it, which talks it's about your subconscious mind and again we talked about this in the first episode but this is your subconscious mind is a very, very powerful tool that you can use to bridge that gap between where you are and where you want to be. And what I mean is your subconscious mind just kind of like hangs out there and it's really, it's, it's, it programs what you believe and what you do. Like it programs your conscious mind and you can use it to your benefit because the subconscious mind, honest to God, it does not know the difference between fantasy and reality. So whatever you tell it, even if you don't necessarily believe it, it's going to believe it. So if you tell it, even though I can't believe this, like I am a wife or I have a big hunky man who, you know, courts me and loves me in the way that I need to be loved. Like I'm telling you, like every ounce of my being, every cell of my existence was like, "Uh uh-uh, ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen, girl. But what you do is you continuously program your subconscious mind just through repetition as though you have achieved this goal already. And it doesn't matter if you still don't believe it. Your heart is like screaming like, no, this is never going to happen. You've got the negative chorus up inside of your head. This is this has nothing to do with that. What this is, is starting to train your brain so that even the words that you use will start to sound normal and just like a, a part of your life. Yeah, I have that. I am that. I, you know, I, I am this thing or I have that thing. Does that make sense? And so here's what I'll tell you. There's two times of day when your subconscious mind is the most powerful. 
It's first thing when you open your eyes and last thing before you close your eyes when you go to sleep. That's when your subconscious mind is like a sponge and everything that you feed it, whether it's positive information, negative information, you put your goals and your affirmations inside of there, that's the time when that subconscious mind is at its strongest and wants to do the work. So what I'm going to ask for you, if you want to bridge that gap of like, I need to create a new normal for myself, but I, <laughs> I don't think that I can actually do this or you're going next level and you want to like, like move at a faster pace. This is what you need to do. You need to first and foremost, be a guardian of that, of those two times, first thing in the morning and last thing before you go to sleep, no negative anythings, no news, no crappy emails, no shitty dramatic texts, no nothing. Okay. When you first wake up in the morning, you know, open your eyes, you know, say thank you for, you know, the gift of another day. And then say your goal, say your affirmation in the I am form, like we talked about in that first episode. So I am fit. I am a wife. Uh, I am a multi-millionaire. I am a world traveler, you know, whatever your goal is. And you can repeat it more times than that during the day. But those two times, first thing in the morning and then last thing before you drift off and sleep for sleep, do that for 30 days, 30 days consistently. And if accountability is not your strong point, well, here's your, here's a test. Here's what you can actually do to work on that accountability. Okay. And what's going to happen, it's going to start to soften some of those edges and or if you're ready to go next level it's going to start to be programming your mind and what you're going to see is that you're automatically going to start taking action steps and making decisions as though you're that person and you're going to be moving towards that goal without that mental pushback I know it may sound hokey. I promise you it completely works if you work. Okay. And so let's get this done. Let's make a pact. Let's make a challenge right now. Okay. I am here and I am, you know, doing this so that 30 days clear out that negativity during the early morning and the late before you go to sleep and get your goals and affirmations in there. And let's make this year our best year yet. Talk to you soon. Welcome to today's podcast. This is Nicole DeVincentis, aka Figure Chick 911. And we're here with some of the early beginnings of our podcast here. And our goal is really to inspire, encourage, and empower you with not just the knowledge, but with that fire to get you to take some action and go next level and go after your goals and live the life of your dreams. You can totally do it, but it's going to take effort and it's going to take work and it's going to take consistency on your part. So nothing works if you don't. So let's sit up straight a little bit here. Let's get ourselves into peak state and uh, get ready to rock this stuff out. So wherever you are right now, this is what I'm going to ask for you from you. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to ask that you sit yourself up nice and tall. Okay. If you're driving, please be careful. But with this, what I want you to do is I want you to sit yourself up nice and tall, shoulder blades down and back, pull your abdominals in. I'm going to be bringing in some of the learn while you burn podcast info over here onto anchor while I figure out, you know, where I want to be in this cyberspace here and let's get ourselves ready to learn. 
So as you're in that position, take a nice deep breath in, like a nice forceful, like in through your nose, hold it for a second and exhale out. Again, that was awesome. Inhale and exhale. One more time, nice big breath, inhale. And exhale. Feels better, right? Got the blood flowing, you know, got some great oxygen circulating around. Now we're ready to learn. Okay, so we're gonna keep on building on this whole your words create your reality thing because there's a key, there's a key bit of information that I believe we touched on in the first episode. But what I wanna do is I wanna dig in just a little bit deeper and give you those details so you understand how you can actually apply this and get results, okay? Now again, nothing works if you don't. So as I release the secret, you know, quote unquote secret to you, I expect that you're gonna actually do it and then also do the other actions which you have to do in order to get what you want, okay? Because let's face it, your goal, your dream is not gonna just drop out of the sky. You have to actually become the person who's capable not just of acquiring or achieving the goal, you have to be the person who's also going to be able to maintain it and take that goal to the next level, okay? So it, it really is about continual improvement, you know, that goes hand in hand with work. Okay, so let's, let's draw back here. Let's go all the way back to the very, very beginning. Let's say uh, you have a goal, and I imagine that you do. Have you ever set a goal that was so big that it wasn't just that it was going to take you a long time to get there, but where you started, where you're starting out, either the person you have to become to achieve that goal or imagining yourself in that goal, having achieved that goal or in that environment, how whatever that looks like for you, it was almost so foreign, like you couldn't even visualize it. Have you ever had a goal like that before? I mean, have you ever either been, you know, perhaps maybe like so beaten down and so crushed, like you're just like, man, I don't, I just, I can't even picture that right now. Not because you're busy, but because it's like, there's like this mental block. I've totally been like that for the longest time. A little bit about me. I, I'm a registered nurse, and um, it's funny how life goes, uh, and you know how your your day to day decisions impact your 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 long term haul. Well, I always said that I never wanted to be a career woman. I really always wanted to have my own family, and I actually never even wanted to be a nurse. Um, I was actually on a pre-med track and just one day, it was probably just like divine intervention, I decided to be a nurse because I figured that if I were to select medicine, I'd probably pick like a, like a specialty that wouldn't necessarily preclude me from having a family, but it would be something so ridiculously specialized that my whole life would be consumed by that thing. And I would never, you know, get out of that hole in order to, you know, be able to have a family. So I became a nurse and what happened was, I, I mean, I had a kick-ass time and I really, I love the human body and don't take this the wrong way. I like 
taking the sick or injured human body, the sicker the better, and I like making it better. I really am fascinated by all of those things. I'm confident I touched probably a lot more lives than I will ever even know, and I truly believe that every ounce of service that I gave to those people into the industry, it was an honor because really you're always in people's lives like at the worst usually the worst freaking possible moment like and I, I truly believe that that's an honor but sometimes you like you get to the end of the road and you know I mean how much ass can you actually wipe <laughs> right like come on so you have to do you know something new but I'm gonna tell you like along that time there was a lot of uh, kind of insanity which was happening obviously I was attending a lot of education classes for knowledge acquisition you know as it pertains to like medical knowledge healthcare knowledge you know clinical nursing knowledge but also with that when you develop more or acquire more knowledge you usually also acquire more responsibility because you also advance uh, in a particular workplace and so my goal as a flight nurse or as a nurse was to become a flight nurse which has a tremendous amount of responsibility both in terms of like safety operations around the helicopter um, but you we did not fly with the doctor so it was nurse paramedic configuration and you know you two are the decision makers and you're expected to improve whatever patient you find there no matter what's wrong with them or how many things are wrong with them and you get yourself into these high you know levels of operation well as you're being groomed along that pathway not everybody who you start with in your life is growing with you and so I found myself growing at exponential rates but I was feeling like I had less and less in common with people around me you know certainly uh, with a lot of people in my family they don't you know the love is always there but that kind of like connection isn't necessarily there because I'm so dynamic in my thinking it's hard for me to to come back sometimes I don't know how else to explain it or when I was dating like it, just that difference in work ethic and drive and productivity levels was so different between me and the men around whom I was exposed to that it got to be so bad the relationships were actually so incredibly broken and bad that I took myself completely off the dating scene had a lot of groundwork to do with my family because um, they were growing in their own ways too so we had you know a lot of like you know triage work to go through but when it came to men and having a relationship the experiences that I had like in the dating world like they were getting so they were abusive like by the time I was finished there was two very abusive relationships and I couldn't even imagine myself being with a guy in like a healthy situation like I had a hard time if a guy was even nice to me I, I burst into tears because I was like so overwhelmed and I know that may seem odd if you've never been in that situation but what I'm saying is that for me even though I was having a lot of quote-unquote successes out on the career front you know that interpersonal life was so broken and so beaten down that I couldn't even imagine having a guy you know come and pick me up for a date or show up for a date or call me back for a second like I couldn't even imagine it 
And if you're there, like you're there with some type of goal where it just seems like I can't even make that mental leap from here to there. I'm here to encourage you that it's not permanent. Okay. I'm not going to be here and, you know, throw a bunch of like Sally Sunshine shit down your throat because that's not how change and transformation actually happens. I do believe that there's a process that each and every one of us has to go through in order to heal how we have to heal um, with the intention of coming out the other end as a much more, I think, uh, congruent or or not structured a woman of strength is really what it is Um, or you know a man like you know a kingdom man a strong man on that other end and so here's what I'm going to tell you when it comes to how your words you know uh, create your reality this is the little linchpin here there's a key that you can use um, which talks it's about your subconscious mind and again we talked about this in the first episode but this is your subconscious mind is a very very powerful tool that you can use to bridge that gap between where you are and where you want to be and what I mean is your subconscious mind just kind of like hangs out there and it's really it's it's it programs what you believe and what you do like it programs your conscious mind and you can use it to your benefit because the subconscious mind honest to god it does not know the difference between fantasy and reality so whatever you tell it even if you don't necessarily believe it it's gonna believe it so if you tell it even though I can't believe this like I am a wife or I have a big hunky man who you know courts me and loves me in the way that I need to be loved like I'm telling you like every ounce of my being every cell of my existence was like "Uh uh-uh ain't gonna happen ain't gonna happen girl but what you do is you continuously program your subconscious mind just through repetition as though you have achieved this goal already and it doesn't matter if you still don't believe it your heart is like screaming like no this is never gonna happen you've got the negative chorus up inside of your head this is this has nothing to do with that what this is is starting to train your brain so that even the words that you use will start to sound normal and just like a a part of your life yeah I have that I am that I you know I, I am this thing or I have that thing Does that make sense? And so here's what I'll tell you. There's two times of day when your subconscious mind is the most powerful. It's first thing when you open your eyes and last thing before you close your eyes when you go to sleep. That's when your subconscious mind is like a sponge and everything that you feed it, whether it's positive information, negative information, you put your goals and your affirmations inside of there, that's the time when that subconscious mind is at its strongest and wants to do the work. So what I'm going to ask for you, if you want to bridge that gap of like, I need to create a new normal for myself but I I don't think that I can actually do this or you're going next level and you want to like like move at a faster pace this is what you need to do you need to first and foremost be a guardian of that of those two times first thing in the morning and last thing before you go to sleep no negative anythings no news no crappy emails no shitty dramatic texts no nothing 
okay? When you first wake up in the morning, you know, open your eyes, you know, say thank you for, you know, the gift of another day, and then say your goal, say your affirmation in the I am form, like we talked about in that first episode. So I am fit, I am a wife, uh, I am a multi-millionaire, I am a world traveler, you know, whatever your goal is. And you can repeat it more times than that during the day, but those two times, first thing in the morning and then last thing before you drift off and sleep for sleep, do that for 30 days, 30 days consistently. And if accountability is not your strong point, well, here's here's a test, here's what you can actually do to work on that accountability, okay? And what's gonna happen, it's going to start to soften some of those edges and or if you're ready to go next level it's going to start to be programming your mind and what you're going to see is that you're automatically going to start taking action steps and making decisions as though you're that person and you're going to be moving towards that goal without that mental pushback I know it may sound hokey, I promise you, it completely works if you work, okay? And so let's get this done. Let's make a pact, let's make a challenge right now, okay? I am here and I am, you know, doing this so that 30 days, clear out that negativity during the early morning and the late before you go to sleep and get your goals and affirmations in there and let's make this year our best year yet. Talk to you soon.